0: Damn, yes. <laughs> I, f- I forgot I watched that movie, actually. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I-, I just have to say, that gun that she gets at the end of the movie, you know that ties everything back to Predator 2? Yeah, yeah. It means that in between Prey and Predator 2, a lot of humans ate some shit from the Predators Okay. for the Predators to get the gun. Yeah. Even though it creates a really cool piece of continuity which doesn't interfere with the world or anything. It does set up this idea that the Indians are going to get wiped out again, or that humans, the the colonialists and the predators are gonna sort of have the same objective because they're gonna get that gun back off her or her tribe. <laughs> so it's not a nice happy ending. No.
1: Because if you watch till the end of the credits, you see the ships turn up in the little cartoon illustrations that they had in the credits.
0: Yeah. That reminded me of Wally. Do you remember Wally's post-credit put the post-credit sequence? Oh, this is kinda of cute. Yeah, oh yes, yes, there?
1: yes, yes, I know what you mean. Yes. Um do you wanna start or do you want me to start like um, what, what did you what did you think i don't have
0: any solid thoughts because i compl- I didn't plan to talk about it because i completely forgot but i like the setting and it seems like if hollywood will learn the correct lessons just put the predator in different historical parts of our human history and just just get on with it but at the same time the predator's always dying and it's like uh, can we see the predator win yeah you know, yeah us humans aren't that clever and, and you're making it less less of a of a menace the predator less of a menace if if he keeps losing all the time, or she—I don't know—I don't want to misgender the alien. <laughs> Otherwise, okay, we're going to have to talk quickly about criticism. Quickly, people said, "Oh, there's no way that she could she could defeat the predator yeah. because look at her; she's she's only like fifty kilo, forty kilos, or fifty kilos, whatever." Yeah, but what pure strength does not work against the predator anyway. Dutch found out when he went in the, from the first predator. Yeah as a sequel I really liked it but I'm someone who likes Predator 2 and I think there's three I like maybe four too. decent Predator movies overall yeah and when she does take him out I just thought it's unbelievable that she only needs to get hit once and she's fucking out yeah, yeah. the Predator could not get, could not land a single shot on her I know if, that was amazing
1: I, I wish she would have got grazed or something by his blades or something like she got caught with something that would have been like okay whoa shit you'd be like oh fuck she's gonna get fucked up if she got cut or something, yeah. like across here or or somewhere, if she'd been, like, really in a bad shape towards the end, like Honest um, Watchnigger was near the end, then it'd be like, oh, all yeah. right, shit, cool. She's fucked up right now. But, yeah, th- yeah, that's the only complaint I sort of had where she's sort of, like, she avoided pretty much everything that he threw at her.
0: There is some merit to the fact that she analysed everything. I'm not going to dispute that, but it only accounts for so much of your ability to fight with somebody
1: yeah yeah i like the fact that she wasn't just fucking invincible and just knew everything straight away and she was like just brilliant at everything i like the fact that she was like a bit shit and then she was getting fucked up by the bear and she was just fucking up everywhere pretty much (laughs) right but then she you know she was like picked herself up towards like the middle near the end of the movie but yeah towards the start and that she was just completely fucking up in every aspect of things she would be good at hunting she's good at tracking but she'd make so many mistakes here and there.
0: That's true. I liked reading on Reddit where people were taking out the... were well, they're critiquing the implausible parts, such as attaching a rope to her hammerhawk or whatever it is. The, ha- the axe. Oh, the tomahawk you can't, You couldn't catch that. Yeah, the tomahawk, that's the word. You couldn't catch the tomahawk consistently when you pull it off a rope. It's just not possible. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it's just a movie, just forget it. But then why are we here talking about such granular levels of detail? in terms of believability. You've got to believe the world, you've got to believe the setting, and they set it up to be a real-world setting, and yet she can do things that... You can't just yeah. practice on a fucking log <laughs> for a couple <laughs> of hours. And then it works perfectly against a predator.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? I had really low expectations for this movie, and I guess maybe that helped it in some ways, but when I watched it, I was so pleasantly... Oh, shit. <laughs> I was so pleasantly surprised. Why is this not horribly bad? Why am I not like, this is terrible... I never want to watch this again like if it was on TV like if it came on I'd probably be like okay cool I'd probably just have it on in the background I'd, I'd sit and watch it probably it's not one of these films where I'm like ugh, go away sort of thing it was like wow this is actually decent and if they actually do another one like you say set it in a different period or whatever that this could it could so it could so work it could so work with some things and it's just it shows don't have to overdo everything just put the predator in a different scenario in a different time this shit can can actually work and go somewhere. Have a nice simplified story of him hunting some people or whatever, it just works. But then like you say, have him win. Have him win one movie, that'd be cool. Yeah,
0: you've got to. And I think maybe Predator 2 kinda signified that. Because he chopped his arm off. So the Predator is at is at a disadvantage. And at the end, when all the other predators come out of out of the ship and he's like, Okay, who's next? You do think, well how's he gonna get out of this? But it's the (laughs) actual honor code. The, char- the character's honor code, sense of honor, that allows him to get away. You know he's going to die otherwise. But the film added so much to the to the integrity of the character. It wasn't yeah. just based off an assumption because Dutch in the first one assumed certain things and they just played out. And You didn't really learn about the culture here. The warrior, the hunter, the idea of what it is to be. A, a, I think it's called... I can't remember the alien, there's an, there's an actual alien name on Twitter or on the internet, I can't remember it, but it begins with a letter Y. But anyway, shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. It's just the fact that they've got a culture, and they respect their own culture, and yeah, get yeah. away with it at the end of the second one, just adds a lot.
1: I like the fact as well. They, did, they didn't shy away and make this film PG something, they actually, there's so much brutality in this film. There was so much, the Predator was like messing people up massively in this movie, like cutting limbs off. It was, just, it was just great, the, the the brutality of it and the gore and stuff like that. That's what a Predator movie needs. That little aspect of him. This is what would happen. You'd get messed up. <laughs> yeah, I did like I, I love that.
0: Sorry, I, I found the name. It's, it's a Yuja. Oh, okay. There you go. That's the name that I tried to remember. I tried to be clever. <laughs> fucked it up. I watched it two times. It was pretty slick. The runtime was tight. It got to the point And... Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like the fact that it was in Comanche as well.
1: Oh, did you watch it in both versions? Did you watch the Comanche version and then the English version?
0: No, but, I, but the version I watched had a lot of Comanche in it.
1: Oh, okay. But they talked in English. Right, wow, okay.
0: If there is one other aspect to it that I do find a little bit unbelievable, and I, but I can argue against it, is the fact that at the end of Predator 1, Dutch is fucked. He's lost all his friends, and, he, and he, you can tell he's going to suffer from some kind of PTSD. But with this girl, yeah. she chopped off the Predator's head, she screams and then she's like, Right, Tribe, let's go. <laughs> she's not wounded in any sense. Yeah. By by the experience. She's lost a fucking brother.
1: That's the only critique, isn't it? You could really put and go, Yeah, come on.
0: <laughs> otherwise it was fine. It's better than four <laughs> four.
1: That's not a high bar to fucking go by.
0: I think the only thing is better than anything Marvel's put out apart from maybe the last Spider Man movie and Doctor Strange 2.
1: Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I'm just happy that it was decent because we haven't had a decent Predator movie in such a long time. And it's a, it's a positive step in the right direction. Even Alien movies, it's like, well, here you go. This is the same, this is a character from that universe. Maybe you guys can pump out a decent Alien film. Probably unlikely, but, you know, it's there.
0: Like, it, it can be done with these characters. The Alien franchise doesn't need to be a franchise. It just became a franchise once David Cameron not david cameron (laughs) james cameron um Uh, put out the sequel yeah yeah. Yeah, it was like oh shit where can we take this because you left it open and then they got this idea of world building which didn't pan out as as they expected but he flipped it in such a way that aliens represented something the aliens weren't a bad guy so to speak they were just they were just a metaphor and there's only so many metaphors you could probably make out of a, a basically a group of bugs that's, that's all I can say to the idea of building out a franchise yeah you've got to focus on the, maybe the more human characters but then people don't want to watch the human characters they want to see they want to see the antagonists especially in that setting of aliens that's why I don't like Transformers they're yeah. focused on the fucking humans and you've got you've got secondary characters human characters and then tertiary fucking human characters you just want to see robots kicking the shit out of each other why can't you give <laughs> that anyway Prey is really good I enjoyed it yeah Completely forgot though that I watched it. <laughs> so what does that say? Isn't,
1: isn't that good though? We normally <laughs> on our on our podcast we don't have anything that we praise, and we've come across something that's like, oh, that's good. Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> praise loads of
1: things. Well, yeah, the boys is pretty. Yeah, the boys. We praise the boys. <laughs> there hasn't been a lot. I'm saying our track record is like we come across a lot of shit and we have criticised a lot of shit.
0: No. There's a lot of shit out there. Oh, okay. Um, I. <laughs> So now we're going to talk about the release today trailer of Star Trek Picard Season 3. I'm going to get Adam's thoughts on it. But Adam is saying that Cisco might appear in this new season. And I just saw the thumbnail. I clicked play for five seconds. And the first person on the screen is Robert Meyer Burnett. And Robert Meyer Burnett has seen the entirety of Season 3 of Picard already. And he has anything but hate for it. He He really likes and he keeps talking about how great it is, which kind of worries me, because it's going to be good, but at the same time, it's, it's attached to the afterbirth of season one and season two. Yeah. Uh, and those two are so fucking bad.
1: He said it's like a love letter to Star Trek, and then also a bit of Deep Space Nine as well, which he said, I, I don't want to piss a lot people saying that, but...
0: Hmm, okay. But looking at the trailer, what are your first impressions?
1: First impressions? It looks a lot... Well, It's a little bit, it feels a bit different than what season two was. I feel like season two and one were a bit, bit pants, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Yeah, a bit like throwaway, a bit pants, a bit like, what is going on with this character? Why is Picard a bumbling idiot? But this looked a little bit different. I like the fact that obviously all the characters are back that you know and sort of like appreciate. I like the visuals. It looked visually pleasing to the eye. You can't fault it on that. It looks really good, like the space station, the way the starships look. It looked visibly, visually, uh, visually pleasing, but I don't know. We'll see how the show is, or we'll see how episode one is. You'll get a, you'll get a grip. You'll get, you'll, you'll know within the first few minutes of that first episode how you feel, and if it's the same as season one and two, you'll know straight away, won't you? But hopefully it's better. But I don't know. I don't, I don't have high hopes because I watched season two in sort of like a way where I watched it, but I did skip a lot because I was like, I'm bored. I'm bored and I'm doing this. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck off. Oh, really? I was, because it was just nonsensical bollocks. It was just like, all this crap about Picard. Talking and talking and talking. Yeah, a lot of talking, all the crap about Picard and his trauma. And I'm like, "I, I don't care about any of that.
0: Yeah, the plausibility of a, of an, because he's playing, he's, even though Patrick Stewart is like 80 something, he's playing 90 something. And the idea that a 90 something year old man needs to, needs to still discuss his trauma from when, in an earlier time that we met him, he didn't. Yeah. None of it seemed to affect him, and now it does. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. But it looks like none of it will also be involved in Season 3.
1: I found characters' actions in that Season 2 really odd as well. Like, I think what was his name? The starship captain. Is it Rios? I found it odd that Rios. he he decided to stay in past Earth. I was like, why are you staying there? you know, okay, fine, stay there. Die there. Even (laughs) though you know that Earth's going to be having its probably most violent times coming up. Cool. (laughs) You know the ship,
0: the ship that you see in season three, you know that's the Titan. Yeah. The Titan, which is depicted in the comics and in the books, and then again in Lower Decks. But it's not the same Titan. This is the Titan A. It's got an A designation. So it's a different model of Titan. So it's an even newer one. Than, you want, than the one you see in Lower Decks. Right. But the design of this Titan has TOS callbacks because of the, the shape of the ship's hull saucer section. Looks like the Enterprise, first Enterprise's hull design, which is really weird for me because I thought the ships were getting sleeker, but they don't seem to be. It seems to be like an amalgamation of a little bit of the Enterprise from TOS, a little bit of the, the hull from Star Trek Beyond. Do you remember that souped-up starship that yeah. the evil Admiral had? It looks a little bit like that, and then it's got the colourful n- nacelles of the TNG era—the blue and the red—just looks weird. But part of me, part of me thinks this is going to be really good. But it's going to be—it's just going to be attached to the disappointing two thirds of this three-season show. And so you can can't—I can't really accept it as a whole.
1: I hope that Picard is a bit different in this one. The traumas should be gone now. All that sort of crap. He should just focus <laughs> on whatever he's doing. now. he should be gone for ages ago.
0: But. I can see just, just gone. Just gone now.
1: I can see the other characters. I reckon they will be probably like better than what Picard has been, you know, what, what he'll be looking like at the moment. But I just don't have high hopes for it. If you're going with low expectations, maybe it might be good. That's all you can hope for.
0: Are we going to watch it? I'll, you know, are we going to watch it when everyone else has watched it?
1: I, I'll give it a go. I'm curious. I'm curious. So I will watch it when it comes out. And you'll, like I said to you, you'll know within the first fucking ten minutes, you'll be like, you'll be, be knowing, like, oh, this could be good, or it's the same old
0: shit. God damn it. Yeah, let's, let's see.
1: It's, it's disappointing, because if, if you're a major, like, I've, I watch Star Trek in sort of, like, a passing sort of manner. If you're a heavy Star Trek fan, you're quite a big Star Trek fan, like, it's kind of disappointing and it's disheartening to sort of watch this, this thing that you love slowly getting fucking <laughs> torn down. Yeah. But then you've got little promising things, like, I haven't watched Lower Decks, but I've heard good things about Lower Decks and stuff like that so and and strange new worlds is actually meant to be pretty good i really want to check that out because it does actually look pretty good
0: i just watched the the season two trailer for look for strange new worlds as well and it, it's just a scene it's not a compilation like you saw with star trek picard season three it's about this character called Ortega's, and she's the ship's pilot and she's doing a log and she says the word cool i'm going down on an away mission today which is pretty cool It's like, oh that dialogue, you still haven't fixed it. It's supposed to be period specific. You wouldn't do Shakespeare and say, Yeah, it's pretty cool. You're pretty cool, Juliet. Let's let's go and get a burger or something. You wouldn't update the dialogue. I don't think Star Trek is respected in, in the same way for the dialogue, but then in the same scene, Spock is trying to explain, and Spock is only the science officer, higher rank than this pilot, and she says, Shh, she shushes Spock. I'm like, ooh, this is a military ship or quasi military ship. Why are you shushing? Why are you shushing him? He allows himself to be walked over because there's another character, and she said, "Why don't you just say two moons?" Because he has to over-explain it in the way that he does. But she's picking on him yeah. the way he speaks, and he's an alien. That's yeah. like to me, it's it's like picking on black people for doing black speak. It's like that's the way they speak. That's their style of English. Yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. let it be. You can't hey? You're not saying you've got to say this. You don't say dis. <laughs> you say ask, not axe let me because you know people say that i don't know let me ask you something
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so that's what she's doing and i don't think that's fair and he plus he's a legacy character so that's another example of what we talked about at the beginning but anyway enough of that enough of that fucking bollocks i bought youtube premium yeah i've got youtube premium i was so sick and tired of the adverts google's i've
1: got youtube have premium. you <laughs> i've had it for quite wow. I've, had it for, I've had it for about a year
0: i think you never told me i was but i do a lot of research and i'm trying to find sound effects and shit for, for the audio drama, and then I go, to, I go to school, I teach in a school environment, and every time I load up YouTube to show something, I've got to wait 10, 15, 20 seconds, it's just a fucking ball ache, so I'm on the one month free trial now, and then I pay Hong Kong prices for YouTube Premium, but I have to use my Octopus card, I can't use my debit card, because they think I'm in, think I'm in, I'm in the UK, okay. but the Octopus card tells me tells them I'm, I'm in Hong Kong so how much do you pay?
1: I pay it I pay a ridiculous. I think it's like fifteen quid. Something like that. Fucking hell. Honestly, it's ridiculous.
0: Guess how much I pay.
1: I don't even. Go on. Have a guess. Tenner. Less. Eight quid.
0: <laughs> Less. Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> 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 god, how much are you paying? Six pound. If I do a straight conversion, six pound eighty. Fuck's sake, man. That's good though. Don't forget, there's no there's, there's no tax in Hong Kong. Oh my god, that's no so VAT. good. That's so good. It is, isn't it?
1: Do you know what, though? Like, I, I pay it and it's ridiculous because I never thought I'd pay it because the, the amount of adverts, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm yes. not doing it. But because I watch YouTube quite a lot, quite religiously, more probably more yes. so than some of my streaming stuff, I'm like, I'll sack it. I'm, I'm going to buy it. Screw it.
0: Do you know how much the family plan is over here? Probably what I'm paying. <laughs> £9.80. Oh, my God, man. Oh, my God. Jesus not fair is it
1: no it isn't fair what the hell youtube
0: and i'm not even using the google music part because you get access to all all the music i haven't even bothered to investigate how i get it i'm listening to some for for all mankind soundtracks and it's just nice to go through a soundtrack a playlist and you don't get interrupted every five fucking seconds (laughs) or or every song yeah five to ten seconds it's just ah it's just bliss and then picture in picture i know it's only a little thing even the free you know the free download websites where you stream everything for free. Even they have picture-in-picture, picture. and YouTube won't give it to you unless you pay them money for it. <laughs> it's really Schneid from a multi-billion dollar company, yeah. and yet I've got it now, and I, I, when, I, when I because I'm playing with them, and I was learning it, you've got the picture, obviously, in the picture, but it takes up like half my iPhone screen. I'm like, uh, okay, and then I just accidentally double-tapped it, and it shrunk it down. It's like, oh, that's really good, and then by accident, I flicked it to the side, <laughs> and it's just now just like a little pull-out pull ribbon. I'm like, oh, this is perfect they thought about all these little details because i've got you know an iphone pro max which is a very small screen yeah and they've realized that these very small screens on these on these phones <laughs> you need to compromise and you need to oof it out of the way great awesome i love youtube premium i've only had it for like a week <laughs> I, I,
1: I do like premium and now when i see like if like one of my friends pulls out their phone show me he's like put your fucking peasant youtube away i've got this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here comes the king.
1: Flop. Because <laughs> me, I don't get advert. I'm not waiting for an advert.
0: Get out of here. This is a one-time experience thing. When I signed up on my Mac for YouTube Premium, and then I went to my iPads and my iPhone, it was already, like, switched over. Yeah. I, oh, this is great. This is... <laughs> this is beautiful.
1: Oh, I hate myself a little bit. I mean, I'm like, got me. Got me, you bastards. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. At least we know, okay, they were just annoying us of adverts, so we've had to pay for it okay fine but it's only for a year i can di- cancel at any time
1: yeah you can cancel anytime i only i justified it because i thought I, I watch this every fucking night i'm on youtube all the time screw it Well,
0: no. might as well it's just as i mean the value you get if you work it out and say well apple tv is five pound a month and you're paying 50, well, actually it works out worse for you for me it's five pound yeah it works out the UK worse account. for me
1: I try not to look at it when it comes out of my bank. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to see.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, 50, £15 pounds is a lot. Actually, I wouldn't pay that for YouTube Premium. It's a it lot. It has its limits. But I'm in a different world where, to me, YouTube Premium is almost the, almost the same value as Apple TV. And I'm like, yeah, you know, why not? And at some point, I'm probably going to get Apple TV.
1: Did you watch Stranger Things? Did you ever watch that, or did you?
0: I watched, I just finished it uh, a week and a half ago, the last series.
1: Oh, okay, good. Did you like
0: that? No, I didn't like it. Me and Raya, we literally put the... We turned up the speed dial on 1.5 to get through the two and a half hours. It was so slow-paced. Everything was just taking so unnecessarily long. And part of me is thinking... I mean, don't get me wrong. Before anyone turns off, the series is well-produced. It's really good. But their decision to make these feature-length episodes didn't work for me. And why they had to make nine? Why couldn't they do 12 or 13? and make them all an hour each. Because there was a point, and I said to Ray, it's at this point right here, they could cut this episode in half, and just leave it as a, be con- to be continued. Because we can just binge watch anyway, and get right back on the next one. So I didn't understand why it had to be two and a half hours long, and we had to wa- we just watched it in like 90 minutes, with the speed up feature. And then when we get to the end, Vecna, spoilers now, Vecna wins. He gets what he wants. Yeah. So we've now got to watch a fifth series, to find some sort of resolution. There was no resolution in this entire season four and I thought it was building to something towards a resolution, but it didn't. It just opened up even more. Okay, the guys in the the Russia part was fine, but that was that's all it was. That's what it was about. And somehow they thought they were helping his daughter yeah. with the fight against Vecna when really that creature doesn't didn't killing that creature didn't do anything. But they thought they were helping somehow. I don't I I I don't understand it. There was just and I don't want to get nitpicky, but yeah overall I, I was just annoyed by the fact that there was no resolution and then it was just awkward pacing but saying that i thought i thought that gingerhead girl was going to die and i was like wow they actually killed one of the main characters but then it was a fake out and the other guy died and it was like but there was no need for him to die he just ran out he didn't <laughs> need to do that there was no fucking point it's always the new character that dies and he, it was his turn and i really liked that character i like all the characters actually
1: he was really popular like i bet they didn't think he'd be that popular but he was really popular
0: but I just don't understand why they had to kill him off when they had a valid reason to kill yeah, the girl.
1: Yeah, there was no valid reason to kill him off. He just like, I'm going to stand here and just get mauled by these flying bat things.
0: Right, he could have just got away because I thought he was doing something more than just saving the other kid, and he didn't. He just bought him time, but then the kid came back. No point.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> you know when, what was his name, Harper, Hopper was fighting that creature in the prison? Right. But it's only a little stupid little, easter egg thing but like uh, the sword he was fighting with that's the sword from conan the barbarian
0: but where did it come from
1: i don't know it was a prop it was basically i'm saying it was a prop from the actual movie but i don't know where the sword came from
0: part of me thought maybe it came out of one of the the the, the aliens bodies like it swallowed it or something
1: they add some of this, the 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 weapons didn't they in the actual prison that they gave the prisoners to fight with they gave them a selection of weapons didn't they i guess it was just from the, on the floor or it was just left from the chaos
0: Wasn't clear, and that 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 alien was almost indestructible unless you chop it or burn it. (laughs) And nobody ever thought to chop it up; they just kept shooting at it. Everyone keeps shooting at it and doesn't die. (laughs) And I also didn't like the backtracking because they said in the actual episode, "Oh, it was you all along." Like, uh, they didn't plan for five seasons; they only planned for one or two or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And so, how do you tie all these disparate elements? How do you get that big squid, that that sort of tornado squid creature? To become part of this, because he looks like and feels like the big bad at the end of season three. Because he's trying to get in, but it's actually Vecna. But you don't see Vecna until now, and then you have to wonder, well, what about the aliens that you see an alien in series one? And then you realize they're just creatures in this nether world, which is the which is the upside down. It takes a bit of retro engineering to get it all to work, which is fine. But when they said they literally just said it, you're the one who was there all the time, like the mastermind. You didn't need to say it. We could have just had him in the Upside Down. You didn't need to. It's like in James Bond, when they say, when they say Ernest Blofeld was the one responsible for James Bond in all the other movies from GoldenEye, not GoldenEye, from Casino Royale onwards. They had to say it. I am the engineer of your, of your destiny or something. He was responsible for his girlfriend dying. He was responsible for Spectre and the other organization. It's like you didn't need to say it. it just ruins it because you're telling us.
1: Yeah, you're telling the audience. Yeah, I get you. Well, it's like Vector's not, wh- not the main... Sorry, I didn't want... Mean, not the main... He's just like a general, isn't he? Like, the, the main threat is, like, in the upside-down. Vector was just, like, uh, one of his main, you know, generals or whatever.
0: Do you think her dad is still alive? Because you don't really see him die off-screen, on-screen again. Oh what? Uh, the doctor who was putting her back into the, into oh, the, de- into oh, the tank. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Do you really think he's dead? Yeah, he's dead. Okay.
1: I reckon, I reckon he's, de- <laughs> he's got to be dead. He's dead. He's dead as shit.
0: Okay, I do like how they reintegrated. Do you remember in I think it was season two when the girl whose name I can't remember she finds those other children who have special powers. Oh she's yeah, in the city and she's and some people were thinking where is this going? This is so pointless. And you see her dad in the flashback. There, I like how it does strengthen that and ties that back in because you see the Indian girl again in the flashback and somehow she disappears because she's not part of the group that are training between you know the the different numbered children. Yeah, I remember. She's yeah. not there. I like that part. And it didn't say anything. They just showed you with one flashback to strengthen those poorer elements of season 2.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz that got a lot of flat that.
0: It did. Just to go back on Apple TV. If I am going to buy Apple TV, I would probably cancel my Netflix. Okay. Cuz I was considering Hulu as well. Hulu with adverts, but I'm not paying for Netflix and Apple and YouTube. I'm not paying for all these. service I'm going to limit it to two services or cut something else out of my life to pay for that to pay for that third service.
1: Yeah, it's like Netflix is losing a lot of subscribers recently I don't know if their content's getting worse or they've not had much that I've watched on there really apart from I watched Stranger things and then there was some other stuff that I've not really watched much on Netflix recently.
0: Nothing comes to mind I mean I'm watching Star Trek still but I I could do that elsewhere
1: I watched a a movie recently and it had the guy who plays the Captain Pike in Strange New Worlds it was called The Virtuosa and it had him in it and it had Hannibal in it, and the guy who plays Hannibal, his name, can't really remember his name now, disgraceful. Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was actually a was all right, not bad movie, it was alright.
0: I'll tell you what I have, I have been watching on Netflix, Star Trek TOS, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. But season eight of Brooklyn Nine-Nine hits me straight away in this, because it's an NBC product, and they were talking about George Floyd. Oh, okay, yeah. The guy who they were talking about that and police brutality and they're a police station. And so it was reflecting the moment of our times kind of thing. I was like, Oh, I don't want that. That's a bit of a strong
1: subject for a comedy to fucking on.
0: Yeah, it is because one of them, one of the characters has left the police force now and it's, it drives the characters. So there is a story there to be had, but to name drop and try to make it like in the real world. Yeah. I'm just sick of it. I mean, in isolation, if Star Trek didn't pander to politics, if Star Wars didn't pander to the, Gender politics of today. If everything wasn't pandering to the woke nonsense, then I could let that by. But the fact that they joined in on it now, I'm like, ugh. The first seven seasons were fine, but this one, I'm not really interested. It it wasn't as funny enough. And then Love, Death, Robots, the Netflix series, Love, Death, Robots. That's pretty decent. But otherwise, just comedians, the the comedy specials, and then there's the random odd movie. That I mean, they got Star Trek six for some reason. Netflix have got Star Trek six. I don't understand how they got that when paramount plus took all star trek content off netflix <laughs> in america and and in and in the uk yeah yeah and now that i can watch star trek books but i bet it won't be the good version you know the director's version yeah
1: yeah it won't be with
0: the scoop with the scooby-doo ending
1: the scooby-doo you know that bit i don't think so
0: the scooby-doo ending when they pull the mask off
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i know that it's a reference i guess right
0: in the director's cut they pull it off they pull the mask off the klingon and they say it's colonel west do they? And it's a Federation, yeah it's a Federation officer, but in the director's <laughs> card, you see Colonel West played by René Auberjonois who played Odo okay. he's Colonel West, and he's basically doing a presentation to the Federation president, saying this is how we can extract Captain Kirk this is how we can rescue him, and then the president says, well no, we're not doing that, but it's a cut scene and then you see him again, because he's on the side of the evil admirals <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> So they don't do the full Scooby-Doo ending, and I bet most versions have the non-Scooby-Doo ending.
1: More than likely. <laughs> Price, man. You know too much.
0: Ah, <sighs> I do, don't I? <laughs> um, speaking of Apple, did you see the new products they released?
1: Oh, the event. The event. Yeah,
0: the, the event was bullshit. I, 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 I just skipped through it. An hour so, and a half of bullshit. The, the way people talk. <laughs> yeah, but there was an authentic... Before we talk about what we're going to buy, there was... A, there was There was an authenticity to the way Steve Jobs presented. And when Steve Jobs presented with others at the the time, in that sort of Steve Jobs era, they all presented in a very human way. Yeah. And maybe it's these videos that they're doing because of COVID, but they stand with their legs open because it's a power stance. And then, (laughs) obviously, no one can see this, but the way they open their arms doesn't connect with the words that they say. (laughs) It's like a random, you know, those, what's those, you know, Morrowind memes. Where the, where the non-playable character fucks up.
1: Or oh, the NPCs are like, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And they get angry for no reason and stuff. And they're not looking at you, but they're talking to you. Yeah. The characterizations are just off because it's a fucking video game. It feels like all these people are from Marlwind. They're just, they're just done a little bit better. Maybe, maybe because Apple- Because their hands are opening up, and it's just like every five seconds, <laughs> don't forget to open your arms.
1: Maybe Apple have made like, robots we don't know. These people are fucking robots.
0: Maybe. But if you go watch the presentation, if you watch the AirPods part, listen to the woman in yellow because she's she's shouting her part of the presentation. <laughs> People on Reddit were like, why is she shouting this? It's, it's just really weird. And someone someone said, well, maybe it's because she's got AirPods in her ears. Yeah. And so naturally you do sh- you do talk louder because you can't hear yourself as much. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. But I, I just I hate the presentations now. They're just the same. I mean, it's bad enough they use the same language every year. Oh, this is the best iPhone ever. This is the best Apple Watch ever. Okay, I, we get it. We've, got, we've heard these fucking adjectives before, but now it's the arms and the way they stand.
1: I, I saw like stuff on Twitter about it and then I watched, I think the guy who did you know, the unbox throw people, Right. he did like a, a video on it, but it only, it took it, he wanted it to congest it into 10 minutes. So he showed off all the products, talked about all the products and he did it in 10 minutes. So that's how I learned about What the event was, basically. I I saw all the products in his video. So I was like, oh, that's good. I got all the information in 10 minutes. Cool. Excellent.
0: I I was just listening to a podcast this morning, and the hosts were like, oh, the presentation went by. It was a breeze. (laughs) We're we're living in two different worlds. Maybe because you're American. I don't know, because the guy from Unbox Therapy, Lou, he's not, he is American. Yeah. But maybe he also wants to get to the point. Yeah. And maybe the people in the podcast don't want to get to the point and they just want to engorge themselves in all the fucking details but they're ignorant of how they're presenting, how the information is being presented. Yeah. They, they really need to step it up with presentations. Yeah. And they... I speak as someone who, who has presented, and they just don't come across as authentic. Yeah, That's all. I hate it. But anyway, anyway, nitpicking aside, because that's what we all, always fucking do, what are you going to buy? I always look
1: at the phone, first and foremost. Um, I'm probably not going to get a watch, because the watches are, I think the base models are okay priced, but the, if you want a, a decent top-end, high-end watch, isn't it like near enough for ground? like a fucking watch
0: for you it is (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous pricing one thing to remember is that the uk and europe got price increases Uh. hong kong's dollar is pegged to the us dollar so we only get price increases if the us gets price increases so everything for you got more expensive but for me it didn't that's
1: super duper you ask what i'm gonna buy probably nothing (laughs) (laughs) i like some of the colors i like of the new iphone (laughs) <laughs> always always that purple
0: does look nice the purple
1: looks nice i like the purple i like i don't know why it's simplified but i do like the, i think ever done a midnight it's like called midnight black or something i was like look at
0: that they keep calling it midnight and they keep fucking changing it someone said it's just fucking slate again yeah i like, uh, i don't know the difference but, but it's okay. just like
1: solid black isn't it i don't think we've ever had a solid black iphone apart from the original 3gs or whatever 3g uh
0: the 7 the matte 7 did that have
1: a solid black one
0: yeah I had, the, I had the iPhone 7. It was like a solid matte 7. It was really nice. But the other phone you're thinking of was glossy black. Yeah. Which I don't like glossy. No. I mean, I've got a black one here. The black one here. This is the black 12.
1: It's not really like black though, is it? It's like a gray.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's slate. Yeah. That's the thing. Nobody
1: really wants slate.
0: Yeah. I want the purple one.
1: The purple one does look good. But I, I, speaking of like aesthetics, the actual features on it sound pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I have a friend who will buy my iPhone 12. Okay. Basically, 500 pounds. Okay. I'm not going to get the Pro Max again. Are I you think not? It's too big of a phone for me now because I've got the iPad Mini. I've got a big screen. I've got a big portable screen that I use for teaching. I don't need the Pro Max, so I'm going to go down to the 6.1 screen. Okay. Pro. Well, they're all and get the purple.
1: They're all the same sort of thing now, aren't they? It's not a Pro model thing, is it? Is it now? Is it just like they're all? No, there's
0: there's a 6.1 and there's a 6.7 for both tiers. Yeah. Of Pro and non-Pro. They have okay. got rid of the Mini, which I think would have been my Phone to buy, actually, if they kept it at the 14. But some people say they're going to reintroduce it as an SE model. And if they do, then I, might, I really like the Mini. It's grown on me. But did you see the animation around the notch area, the area that they're calling, that we call the pill and they call it the dynamic island?
1: Yeah, I like the name.
0: Can you believe that other phone manufacturers have fucked around with that shape because they don't want a notch and none of them thought to include animations to make it a tappable? An interactive element and apple are like boom look at this it seems so obvious now that they did it and everyone's saying yeah samsung will copy them now and make that an interactive element because it is an awkward black pill shape
1: it reminded me of a feat i've seen it in passing but like one of their keyboards had something very similar looking to what they reminded me of that i think one of their keyboards has like a, a, a section doesn't it where it's got like a thing you can move or you know interact with right and it looked, it looked eerily similar to sort of like what they're doing now with the notch yeah it reminded me of that it's a good idea though it's the first sort of time i think they've brought about an innovation of some sorts for a while they haven't really brought anything new to the table apart from every time they bring a phone out you know what i mean it's always like it's got the best battery this year it's got the best camera this year it's... and it's like yeah i
0: know i know there's a word for that it's iterative they're doing iterative uh, changes.
1: Yeah, everyone's always like, "This is the best one in an iPhone we've done." It's like, yes, it's always the best one in an iPhone you've done. I think this is the first time they've actually yeah. um, brought in a new feature and made this thing that you know, a notch that's been like a, a bit of a sore point for phones recently, into an actual a feature that's actually it could be helpful and it could be actually useful. And it's like, oh look, look what they've done. And like you say, everybody's going to copy it now.
0: You'll see how fast they do do that.
1: They will. <laughs> they will. Every phone manufacturer's going to copy that now easy
0: one of the reasons why i want the pro over the normal 14 plus the camera the camera does look really nice
1: yeah it says it's got a, a new type of stabilization in it and all that sort of business
0: yeah you don't need a, you don't need a gimbal and one of the camera lenses is uh one of the camera sensors is 48 megapixels not 12. wow okay yeah wow and it's got like a it new looks really good
1: is it like the dark and is it like 49 percent better in the dark or something the, the light dark ratio
0: 2,000 nits of brightness.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Did you know I upgraded my Mac? I don't have a MacBook Air anymore. I've got, I've got the 14-inch MacBook Pro, which has that OLED really good screen. Oh, okay. That's in the studio display. Okay. Really good high-end. So a black is a black on here. Oh, okay. I watch Netflix on my laptop instead of the iPad, and it's such such a big difference Really. in quality from the iPad Pro, which doesn't have the OLED technology to this laptop. And the 14-inch is just a really nice size. It's beautiful. But anyway, the phone screens are trying to get to that level of quality. And 2,000 nits of brightness is is a fucking lot. I can only get 1,000 if I'm doing some kind of mode on it. I can't imagine how bright that will be.
1: And it's got um, the always-on display and stuff like that, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, that doesn't really interest me. Yeah. I don't really use it on my wapper watch either. I I don't need to be pestered, distracted by something just blinking all the time.
1: But the battery life's meant to be really good on this phone, apparently. Very, very good.
0: It's a marginal, marginal battery increases anyway. But I'm not, I'm not there for that. The battery's already good. I finished the day on like 30%, 40% on this one. So if I hit 20% on the other one, it, on, a, on a smaller one, it's fine. But that battery life is probably better than, than this version, the iPhone 12.
1: It is, it is actually amazing how I think back to like the first kind of iPhones, batteries were pretty bad. You know, Even you know, any smartphone, really, at the end of the day, you'd be like pretty much lucky if your phone was still on or like pretty much nearly in the red now they do last mm. quite a long time now even if whatever you're doing really good so like you say yeah batteries are
0: not really an issue anymore really right it's not really a con- it's not really a consideration
1: and especially when you have got like fast charging and stuff like that available now too
0: so yeah do you fast charge
1: um i know it's like not good for the battery but yeah sometimes if i'm like in a rush or whatever i'll put it in yeah
0: i try to use the slowest charger possible
1: I know it makes your battery last longer. It doesn't damage the battery as much as you do normal charge, but yeah, I know that. I got like some Anker plugs and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, they're good. I think they're good uh, substitutes for the Apple ones, actually. Sometimes they're better.
0: Yeah, they are. Even the MacBook Pro that I have, this is a sneaky thing that Apple does, and this will lead into the Apple Watch, but they profit from our aspiration, and it's it's, it's more so now because they've got the Apple charger but they're willing to sell you a better charger for even faster charging yeah and yet what it takes to charge even this laptop takes like two hours but you can use it while you're charging it yeah so why do i need why do i need a fast charger and it's the same with the phones by saying that i need to plug it in <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just i don't use it all the time it's just sometimes the circumstances where i go oh, i need to charge my phone quickly because I've, I've like forgotten to charge it in the night or something shit like that and i'll just charge it quickly while i'm okay. getting ready or something and it, it Charges really fast, and like, we—that's well, yeah, convenient for me.
0: So that's interesting. I took my iPad Pro to the Apple Store to get it checked out because I thought there was something wrong with it. Yeah. And this was only, I think, late last year. So I've had it for three years, the iPad Pro, and they said your battery's like 90% after three years of use. Wow. And the amount of work I do on my iPad Pro, and for some parts, it was actually my main computer while I didn't have a laptop.
1: That's really good, isn't it? That's mental. That. That's mental.
0: I was like, really? Only 90%? Yeah. They did a background check on it or something. That's really oh, good, wow. though, for the life. I use it so much, I just can't believe it's 90%. But maybe it's because I don't fast charge it. Yeah, probably. It says something about the benefits of just babying the battery. <laughs> and I have no need to upgrade it. I'm not, I'm not interested in buying a new iPad. But something that I am interested in doing is uh, getting that new Apple Watch, the Apple Watch Ultra.
1: Oh, the top end one, yeah.
0: Yeah. They I... should call it the Apple Watch Explorer. I don't know why it's called Ultra. It's such a PC... CPU kind of term.
1: Explorer would be a good, a good, uh, a good name. Yeah, definitely. I noticed a lot of their products was like everything involved in Apple can save your life in some way.
0: Ironically, when when I said hold that thought and I quit the Zoom and come back in, my headphone ran out of battery. (laughs) So I've got one charging in my case. Uh, This one's got twenty percent and this one's got three percent. Yeah, I think
1: I I think mine are dying as well slowly.
0: We haven't been doing it for that long,
1: but, you uh,
0: uh, well, How long have we been going? Two, two hours. hours. We're
1: going two hours. Two hours. All
0: right, but we'll wrap up soon.
1: But, yeah, everything to save your life. Apple can save your life in multiple ways.
0: Not your bank balance, though.
1: Uh, yeah, like crash, collision, and everything. It's got, like, a, hasn't it got its own, like, satellite links now or some crap, even if your phone's off or...
0: Yes. <laughs> you know, in demo video, it said it will record up to 250 Gs, but it's pointless because we wouldn't survive past fucking 50 Gs. <laughs> or 10 G's in fact we should have talked about the Tom Cruise movie Top Gun oh goddamn! yeah goddamn. we'll have to save it for next time damn it yeah, yeah. such a good movie yes well maybe we should and end, it, end the podcast on a positive note we can do for
1: a little tiny bit
0: I suppose okay so I want to get the Apple Watch Explorer I'm going to call it the Explorer fuck Apple's nomenclature <laughs> I, and I've always wanted a big watch always wanted it how,
1: how big is, the, is is the screen bigger
0: yeah 47 millimetres
1: What's the top-end one now, then? What's this? So what's yours?
0: 40 uh, I'm on the S 44? So it's only 44. Yeah. Next one's 45. No, I think it's 49, actually, the Explorer. Is it 49? It's huge. Wow. They were trying it on in the, sto- in the demo, and they said it looks really big, but they thought it was plastic. No, no, they thought it was fake because it's so light because it's made of titanium. Yeah, yeah. They didn't realize it was the real watch they put on. They thought it was a dummy model.
1: Wow. 49. That's yeah, huge. Ooh. Let me just double-check that. Is that the one that's like pretty much 899 or something?
0: Uh, maybe for you. <laughs> it's only 630 pounds. Yeah,
1: if, if I ever buy one, I'll get you to send me one, yeah? Yeah,
0: it's 49. 49 millimeters. Wow, that's really, that's a big jump. Yeah, you can have like eight complications inside it.
1: Oh my god, I want to see this thing up personal, up and close. I want to see it properly. Damn. <laughs> I bet that's such a, a jarring sort of look. but you're like, whoa
0: yeah it is has to be the one thing that i find interesting about the battery life is that i don't know about you but i do not have the always on screen and i do not have notifications turned on except for people on messages iMessages. so if you text me or joseph texts me or Raya texts me i get it instantly nobody else everything's notifications on the phone yeah right or family family and friends basically that i've known for ages and people always downvote me on reddit when people say, well, I only get a day and a half of battery life. And I'm like, but I get two and a half days. And like, well, what do you do? I, well, I turn off the always on screen. I turn off notifications of shit I don't need. And I just switch on the most battery efficient things. And they're like, well, what's the point in using the Apple Watch then if you're not going to use all the features? But if I just want it to be a tracker and to tell the time and to get messages, yeah. then I'm in my rights to turn everything else off and then say, well, I get two and a half days. But Apple have now put out the low power mode. And they're saying that you'll get two and a half days with the low power mode. Which will mute the notifications and just give you fitness tracking, which is what I was already doing. <laughs> but this watch, I can't, I can't wait for the battery life on this watch. I'm hoping it gets like four days at least. <laughs> I hate charging my Apple Watch. And I'm not selling the SE. I'm going to keep the SE and wear it at nighttime for sleep tracking. And wear the big one for daytime stuff. So imagine the battery life then. <laughs> I'm hoping for a week. It on doesn't take any sucker.
1: Yeah, but you say it's about the Apple Watch. It didn't take a lot to charge, though.
0: The thing is, it's too good. And it'll just give you like a little. Zzz, and you look at it and you think, oh, okay, 10% power. And then something distracts you and it's on your wrist and you forget about it. Oh. And there's been many times where I've just didn't charge it and it's dead. I'm like, fuck.
1: <laughs> Isn't it so annoying when, you're, when your watch dies and then you're always. De- you're like, Ugh. I do it. I've, I've done it sometimes yeah. before. When my watch is dead, and the rare times it has died, and then I go look at my. See the time, I'm like, fuck's sake. it just winds me up so much but you keep doing it you're like ah
0: yes i know some people like the always on screen that's fine because it just natural it's like a real watch but because i haven't worn a watch since i was in my teenage years and i've used the phone to check the time so i just tap the screen on the phone it's okay for me to tap the watch to get the time
1: yeah i don't i don't mind that because i don't i don't care about the always on screen i just it, it comes on when you look at it anyway so
0: but I don't even do that. I don't even do the tap. I don't oh, do even not? do the twist to turn on. No, oh, you don't? No, it's, it's off. Oh, okay. And because of the screen technology, the, the simpler the phone interface, the more battery saving it is. So if you have a phone, so if you have a watch screen with like, off, with like four complications, then that's more animations. Right, okay. If you go to the most minimal one, if you just look in your settings, don't try it if you don't like it, but if you just look at it, you'll notice that it barely uses any pixels to tell you the time. So when you turn it on, for those 15 seconds that it's, it's on for, the battery difference, the battery usage makes such a difference between that and something with like four complications. So even with this Ultra, I'm still going to have, maybe I might treat myself and get an extra complication on it. Maybe, <laughs> we'll see. I <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it's going to be the same minimalness to it. And then I won't go hiking. I won't go deep sea diving. <laughs> or anything like that. I'm I just want a bigger watch. I just want a bigger battery life on it as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Everyone wants it for different reasons, so that's fine.
0: That's fine. So, people on Reddit, someone said, I'm going to buy it, and then I'm just going to sit in the office. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to buy it, and then I'm just going to go watch the office. <laughs> Don't need it. But I've got a buyer for my 12. Okay. I've only got to pay like 300 pounds for, for, um, for the new phone. And then I know somebody who will hopefully give me a discount on an Apple Watch because they got me the discount the last time on the, on the SE. I think it's like 10 or 15%. Okay. And then I'll get a reduced price Apple Watch Explorer as well. Get them
1: cheap enough. All right, get them cheap enough.
0: Yeah, tax free, pegged to the dollar.
1: Tax free.
0: Going on over there. It's going on. It's a shame about inflation. Prices for your stuff is going so high. Yes. And yet for me, the prices haven't gone up. Oh. But I, mean, I don't mean just Apple products, I mean electricity, food, bus travel. Yeah and the government's giving me handouts because of covid. They're going to give me 10,000 no 1,000 pounds, uh, 1, pounds over the next 6 months.
1: Fucking I wish they'd give me 1,000 pounds over the next 6 months.
0: I'm getting square root of fuck all. But it's a consumption voucher so they put it on my octopus card as a credit and if I spend it then I'm eligible for the last 1,000. So the la, the last 100 allocation. But I've got to spend the first 900 pounds. Jesus Christ.
1: Well we, we don't get crazy, anything isn't it?
0: like that. I know, it's not fair.
1: You get some of it if, you, if you're unemployed. That's when you get some. Of it.
0: I look on Reddit. I'm in, I'm in casual UK. I'm in United Kingdom. And I'm in the British Problems subreddits. And people do talk a lot about how things are getting more expensive. And I'm just shocked that the government hasn't done anything to help people. Or even just say, you can't raise the prices that high for no reason. Because you're just making profit anyway. You're making pure cream on top of already what is cream. And yet here, my last bill for four months was sixty pounds. Uh, is
1: it's shocking, crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah,
0: it's shocking. not fair. My water is pennies pennies every month.
1: Yeah, it is shocking. everything's just absolutely gone up.
0: How's it affected you? um I'm
1: okay at the moment, like uh, my bill's sort of gone up a little bit. luckily've like some of my bills went up like by 50 quid, and so luckily though I My phone contract ended this month, and so I I quit EE. I've gone with Virgin, and I'm only paying, like, £12 a month now instead of, like, I was paying, like, I was paying close to £60 a month. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. and now I'm
0: only paying... Just for your phone? Is that just for phone?
1: No, I bought my phone outright myself, so I was was paying for a contract, basically.
0: You mean you were paying for the phone inside the contract?
1: Uh, There was a two-year contract. I did have a phone before my 12 Pro Max that I had, and... There was another line as well i had two lines one was dusty's but then she pays her own thing anyway but then it's all stopped now so uh yeah i'm just paying 12 pounds a month now to virgin which is better so i'm like 50 quid. i'm like 50 quid better off basically in phone situation which is good i don't mind that i got a sim only deal so i was like that's better and so it's sort of like balanced out in the fact that my bills have gone up but i've saved money in the phone side of things so my bills
0: you would save more money if you turned all that fucking shit off behind you. <laughs> Most of these are
1: LEDs. It's all uh, it's energy saving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's probably why they raise the prices. So many people are buying LEDs that they reckon their profit will go down. So they're going <laughs> to. Probably. Let's talk about the new Top Gun movie and then we'll we'll end it there because, because I haven't had breakfast and you've got to go to sleep. Yeah, it's like 3 a.m. Yeah, shit. Well, you're seven hours behind now. Yeah, you know. yeah. I just want to say I have nothing to fault this movie on at all, other, other than the beginning where he goes for the hypersonic oh, okay. Mach 10, Yeah, Yeah. Where he, should, he should have died. There's a theory online that he did die, and everything after that, after that supersonic flight is a dream sequence, because everything goes perfectly for him, and when he arrives in that cafeteria, it's a 1950s-esque cafeteria, which doesn't conform to today's standards of dining. So there is this theory, and I'm like, eh, okay, I, I could go with that, because it, is, it does seem too perfect. So you can hide behind that and say, well, it's all a dream because he died. <laughs> he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, I can't fault it. There's nothing I can say bad about it. I loved it. The beginning of it, with the same music and the same intro, and you think, damn. The, the other positive reviews made you think. So he told you that it adds to the, to the, to the first movie, and it's not just a shameless reference. No. And then it kicks in, and he does he does the hypersonic flight, and it's like, he is here's Maverick, here he is, he's back. Yeah. Go the Force.
1: There, there's none of that. There's none of that bullshit political woke crap in this movie. There's no messages. There's no messages to any different crowds or tribes or anything like that. It's all just a decent movie made even in today's climate. And it's just like, oh, this is good. This is refreshing. This is nice. And yeah, I liked it. It's like it's in some regard, in some ways, it's it's sometimes better than the original in some in some aspects it's just like my god it is and it's, it's, it's mental that they've managed to actually take something on a on a past movie and sometimes make it a little bit better than what came before it it's amazing how they've done something like that and the film was really good like i watched it in the, i know you probably watched it in the comfort of your own home or whatever but i watched it i watched it in the cinema and it was just like wow this is really cool big screen format but yeah, it's really, really cool. Really well shot, really well done. I loved all the practical effects in this movie. I love the fact that all the actors actually had to go in a frigging plane, do all these stunts and these things and learn to fly in some part. It's, it's crazy.
0: Did you know that the actors also had to become their own directors?
1: What, what do you mean? Like in the cockpit and stuff? Or Because
0: they were using G- GoPro type cameras oh. inside the cockpit. Okay. It was up to them. To choose how they were emoting oh. for that particular scene oh that's cool they all had to do that themselves wow. because once you're up there the director had no control over them
1: yeah that's really cool i didn't think about that that's really cool
0: but i, I like the fact that i mean there's a female pilot there's a black pilot there's probably a hispanic pilot i don't know it didn't care the movie didn't care they're just there they're just chatting shit and enjoying enjoying their, their position in life you didn't need to be hit over the head with gender politics and she gives the woman gives as good as she gets it's showing you it's not telling you how unfortunate her fucking life is as, a, as an ace fighter pilot for the top gun program you know <laughs> yeah that's the sad contradiction if you go back to hulk just for a second she's a she's in a district attorney and she's talking about how bad her life is so be a district attorney you're not homeless yeah, yeah you're not living in a third world country <laughs> so you can't have a top gun pilot say oh my life is so bad it's actually a personal dr- upset that the problems come from the personal drama of the the, the goose's son yeah, being held back Yeah, for unknown reasons which he never says to him either he doesn't tell him that your mother told me not to do this because he didn't want they, his mother they work it he out. didn't want
1: the mother to get like the brunt of like his anger and stuff like that he took that responsibility on his shoulders which is like a really right it's really good though like when I w- I originally watched the trailer and this says it says a lot about the sad state of things in this world it's like when you watch the trailer and the trailer was good but then I saw woman pilots and I was like oh god are they just shoving that's what I mean the messages and the shit that I am bombarded with has made me think, oh, they're putting women in, in these roles where it's a, they're, they're flying planes now and stuff. And I, I should be thinking like that. But then the film does a good job of, like you say, it's not throwing it in your face. They're not, like, held back by anybody. They're just acting all normal and everything's just... No one's got any major issues about being a woman pilot or anything. It's not hard. It's just, like, they're all on the same level. This is cool. It just works so well and it just... Like I said, I watched the trailer, and it's a sad—it's a sad reflection on everything around us right now. That I had that thought, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Oh, they're probably—they're probably, probably going to shove that in my face when I watch this movie. Oh, you yeah. What—what what sad state of affairs. But at least the film did not do that. It proved that wrong. You know, I went into the movie, watched it, and none of that was there. And it was so refreshing and so nice to actually watch a movie without agendas and and messages being thrown in my face. Not even like subversely, but like just in your face.
0: <laughs> yeah, none of it is there. Yeah. I like the idea that Iceman protected Maverick after becoming an admiral. Yeah. Helped his career until he died, and then the other admirals are like, "Right, we're doing it my way now," and they're like, "Holy shit, we're gonna die!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until until Maverick takes the course and he shows them that he can fucking do it, not only in two minutes thirty, but faster <laughs> than two minutes thirty. <laughs> even though it was a practice run. like holy fuck this is amazing yeah like twists and turns and he's and he's an older guy you do think in terms of ageism that an older pilot can't hack it and there is some of that there because they say well you've never made it to an admiral you've never become a senator you're stuck at captain what's wrong with you there are these there are they are casting some aspersions to his age yeah and even the younger ones are like get out of here old man yeah and he fucking he fucking nails it and then you know you know he's going to do it for real but that isn't the point you're there for the spectacle of it.
1: I like the fact that I I thought he was generally going to die. There's a part of the movie I was like, he's going to fucking die. He's going to die. Someone's going to die. Yeah. I thought he was going to die. No one dies. I know, but I thought Tom Cruise was going to die. I was like, oh my god, he's going to die. And I was like, but then he didn't. I was like, oh.
0: he might have done it in the beginning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I,
0: yeah, it's it's so good. You like it's so good. He lives up. He, Maverick. The word Maverick. He, he lives up to that namesake.
1: He's like the last. Action hero, like literally, he is like one of the only remaining action heroes that are from days gone by that are still around today that can actually.
0: Well, Sylvester Stallone, no? No. Okay.
1: (laughs) What's (laughs) he been in recently to suggest that?
0: I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Guardians 2? That's all I can think of. No. no. Ants? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ants! (laughs) 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 Queen 2. I don't- I haven't even seen Creed two. I need to go and watch that.
1: No, but you know what I mean, like, action heroes from the 80s and the bygone era, they just don't survive in today's environment, and then along comes, like, Maverick from friggin' Top Gun, and the movie works, and it's successful, because it's well-written and it's focused on bullshit. It's just a film that's just good. That's all it has to be, and a lot more movies could learn from that. Doesn't even
0: care who the bad guys are, really.
1: No, a lot more movies could learn from that shit. Just do that. It seems to be a hardship these days.
0: It really does. Yeah, it's all about look at me, look at my look at my problems instead of just trying to be the best possible. Yeah. And just fight it out, fight it out with the world. A lot of we just want to fall back on victim complexes, and yet Maverick wasn't the victim. He didn't make himself the victim. Goose still didn't make himself the victim. He he still got into the air force even though he got held back by Maverick. He still did it, and he just didn't like him for for being held back all those years yeah he's even age accurate accurate that's how much care and attention is in this movie goose's son and i actually thought that the movie would play on the fact that tom cruise would be guilty Oh no that goose's son what's his name mallard or something i can't oh, remember yeah, I can't. you would think that he was upset at that maverick survived and goose's dad died but it's not about that it's about this other thing yeah and there's just respect they both respect obviously they have a love for that for the share for the father and the friend and it's this new, it's this newer drama because of what happened. And the mother is quite rightfully saying, don't let him join, don't let him do it. Anyway, he over- overcomes that obstacle. Even though his family, his friends are against him doing that, he still does the thing that he wants to do. And then at the end of the movie, they reconcile, because their actions say more than their words. Because you think Maverick's gonna die, you think Mallard, I think it's Mallard, whatever, or Moose, I don't know, but let's just call him Moose. <laughs> he, you think he's going to die, but Maverick saves him. And then you think Maverick's gonna die, he saves him. And then they find, like, an original F-15. You're like, holy oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, And they're, like, tapping on the, the dials and the gears. <laughs> you think this is just pure nostalgia. This is just this is just extra, extra nostalgia and fun to be had on top of this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And he takes them out. He still takes out, the like, the fifth-generation fighters because they keep telling you, these are fifth-generation fighters. <laughs> you can't do this. You can't do that. And he does it. He takes them all out, bar one. Yeah. And he thinks he's going to die, and he just... He's doing this stupid maneuver to get out of it. Oh, and then the other guy.
1: Basically the uh basically the version of Ice, Ice Manity, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he comes along and helps them. Yeah.
0: This this movie had
1: everything going for it.
0: The aerial skills on display I think are better. I think Maverick as a pilot gets better in this movie than he was able to be in the first movie. Yeah. He constantly kept showing his skills, beating his students, beating the the system, the the in the trial run, then actually doing it by leaning them and then with this 30 year old 40 year old aircraft he still fucks around with the uh with the fifth generation fighter which says a lot because then you're saying it's like some people make a movie with a 10 year old computer i think parasite they recently said the word, the, the film parasite was made on a 10 year old copy of final cut pro he wasn't using the latest mac okay to make it and it is about skill over machine or, or over the equipment that you have and the, again they didn't need to tell you they just showed you I only have praise for that movie. I'm going to watch it again.
1: Uh, Tom Cruise is a freaking maniac, but
0: yeah. I, You know, in the beginning, I wasn't going to watch it when they first showed the trailer three years ago because it was funded by a Chinese company. And the Chinese company said, you can't have the Taiwanese flag on the back of your jacket. Okay. But in the movie, the Taiwanese flag is back on. Oh,
1: okay. They must have changed their minds. I don't know.
0: Because, no, they pulled out. The investors pulled out. Oh, uh, okay. So that was my only criticism of it. Yeah. But that's for political reasons, because they don't want Taiwan to exist. You know that this movie, just like the first one, is a way to get people interested in joining the Air Force. Really? Yeah. And so when people complain and say, oh, this is American jingoism, and it's all about how great America is. Yeah, that's what it's for, It's to show you how fucking great America is. <laughs> and that's nothing wrong with that. Apart from, apart from the bullshit that America has committed on other countries, and I'm not going to get into the politics of it, but they have done some fucked up things this movie is still allowed to exist to say we can, we can be the best
1: yeah no I, I, I did really enjoy it I'm trying to think like more scenes I can't remember but because I, I watched it when it came out so it's not completely fresh in my memory also it's like quarter past three in the morning um, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm losing okay the piano scene yes the piano scene where he plays
1: yeah reminiscent of the, the original song. movie yeah yeah
0: but it's earned because he doesn't know that Maverick is there Maverick does didn't know he was there and then he plays it because that's his father's song, so of course the son would want to learn his father's favorite song. Yeah, and he plays it. It's so good. He can play the piano so well, and everyone's involved with the, with the he, song. It's like he, yeah,
1: really looked like him as well. He could because he kept on giving like flashbacks yeah. to him, looking back back to that, and it was like wow, friggin hell, man. Yeah, it was. was they start.
0: This is the first movie I've seen that guy in. Oh, apart um, from apart from yeah, what's he, played, he played he played Mister Mister Fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it Miles Teller? Miles Teller.
0: Okay, this is actually the second movie, sorry. I saw Miles Teller in a movie with Chris Hemsworth where he's got a drug pack. It's a Netflix movie. Do you know it? It's a movie where Chris Hemsworth is playing this this designer of drugs and he's got all these people who've committed crimes on an island. Spider-Head, On those people. Right, yeah. Yes, that was a good movie. Spiderhead was the first movie I saw him in.
1: That's that's all right, actually.
0: Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. (laughs) It's not brilliant, but it's all right. Not bad. Yeah, I think Chris Hemsworth wants to fuck around instead of doing Thor. (laughs) But yeah But saying that Chris Hemworth did another movie And his wife is the lead action star Called Interceptor or something And his wife is on this uh, It's another Netflix movie She's on this like oil rig with, with like with missiles that can shoot down nukes and the bad guys take out the other site in Alaska and she's the only one left so it's like die hard on this oil rig de- on this oil rig device no, no idea <laughs> and she has to stop it's not just one nuclear missile she actually has to stop like 27 nuclear missiles that was that's like part of the attraction of it and it's funded by Chris Hemsworth's production company and he's in the movie as a TV as a TV salesman yeah. as like a fat Thor character. But it takes you out of the movie. You should watch it. It's so fucking cheesy. Talk about action stars from the eighties. This is like a throwback to an eighties movie. <laughs> I'll send you the link. It's really it's, it's it's fun. It's ridiculous fun. Yeah. But it's not like Tom Cruise ridiculous fun because it, there's just like there's something there's something finer to the tom cruise movie versus this movie called interceptor yeah because the budget is lower the dialogue is cheesier there's nothing cheesy about tom cruise in top gun oh no well just top gun itself
1: no no everything about top gun Maverick is it's one of the highest growing grossing movies now i think it's, it keeps on just earning earning money mm. yeah i think it's just churning money <laughs> no surprise either it
0: deserves it yeah,
1: yeah. Do you think i'm that, gonna
0: watch it again with raya has she not seen it no, I didn't think she'd want to, but she told me she wanted to. Would you actually yeah, your question?
1: Would you actually watch it in an IMAX situation? Would you go to the cinema to watch that?
0: As long as nobody's in the IMAX cinema with me.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you really don't like people being in the cinema with you?
0: I, not in Hong Kong. They're oh. Just okay. so ignorant. Okay. So rude. You're always next to children, but if it's a special screening and it's it's at an awkward time for most people, then I'll probably do it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm the same with cinemas and stuff like that. I have to go. I always make sure I'm at the back I've got my back against the wall.
0: Basically, no one's behind me.
1: I have to be right at the back.
0: You can have sex at the back as well. So it's perfect. Well oh, there is that, yeah. As if you've never done it. <laughs> Come on, I told you about a woman whose chin fucking out <laughs> on me when I'm having sex with her. You can't even... You're just nodding. You're just... <laughs>